to Mutiny Radio. Coming up next is Women's Magazine with Global Val. Stay tuned. Welcome to Women's Magazine. I'm Global Val, and you're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm here in San Francisco. Happy Friday. It is Friday, October 14th, and uh, I'm hoping to have a, 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 well, a healing type of show today. I have uh, a, someone calling in in just a few minutes here uh, to the show um, who is a writer and a health coach, and uh, I invited her to call in because I read um, a really beautiful and powerful poem that she wrote about healing through stretching, through yoga, um, and I think that women, especially right now, um, are really in need of some healing salve because uh, that we've had just this huge bombardment of 
uh, verbal abuse <laughs> coming at us and just swirling around us in this political campaign season. And, um, you know, it started early, but it's only gotten uh, quite a bit uglier. Um, and it's really, I've been talking to a lot of women who feel very violated. Um, if they'd ever been violated sexually um, before, um, now that we have a, a, a primary candidate uh, for president who uh, seems to have a lot of support, um, you know, getting away with making statements about sexual assault, um, non-consensual um, sexual advances against women. So um, I know if you're listening out there, um, to whatever degree um, you've had personal experience, uh, we want to spend this day focused on healing because, uh, well, that's really the only way to go. And, um, you know, people who, who've never experienced any sort of assault or, or maybe men don't, who, who haven't, um, don't really understand, but, uh, anything, any kind of trauma that comes through, um, your life, you know, in terms of someone violating you, uh, your space, your body, whatever it may be. Um, and now in the media, just violating our sensibilities all the time. Um, healing can take quite a while. So we're going to focus on the power of healing today on Women's Magazine. Here's a little music from Sea Star.
You're listening to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm, and some beautiful music from Sea uh, Star. She's out. For, she's out on the Big Island of Hawaii. That's from her album Sacred Red. And the the theme of today's show here is healing, um, as uh, the world needs healing, and we all do, especially in this very heightened time of um, oh, political ugliness um, and uh, you know and having, uh, you know, just the, the basic human decency be, um, a factor in this presidential election is uh, really disturbing to lots and lots of lots of people, uh, men and women alike, boys and girls, everybody in between. And, um, so here on women's magazine, we like to focus on what we can do about it, how we can shed light on some of this darkness. And so I'm really pleased, um, uh, to introduce, uh, my guest today who's called in, uh, Trisha Rose, who is a writer and, um, a health coach. And I've invited her on the show today, as I mentioned a, a few moments ago, because she wrote this very powerful and beautiful poem about healing, um, uh, through one's own body. So, uh, Trisha Rose, are you with us on the line? I am. Thank you so much, Sal, for having me. I, I'm totally honored to um, be part of this conversation. Well, thank you, because um, a lot of what I try to focus on on this show here is inspiration. And when I read your poem, uh, that piece uh, where you were stretching into yourself and, and uh and healing through it, I was really inspired by that. And so um, I'm so glad you've called in today uh, so we can talk about healing. Um, so maybe before um, you read us your this poem that I, that I keep referencing and, and hope people will, will uh, uh, stay tuned for, um, tell us a little bit about your healing journey because yours has been quite a, um, well, quite a long distance uh, haul. Yeah, thank you. Um, I will. I will try to um, be brief, but be thorough at the same time. I, I really just appreciate the whole subject that you brought up about healing and you facilitating it because um, it's really been a passion for my, of mine for about 15 years, um, and even more so in the last 10 when my son was born. Because of course, you know, we as parents want to give our our kids the best, most wonderful life as we can. And I really felt like I needed to reach out and find alternative ways um, to heal. And um, I wanted to be able to run and play with my child. And that was a big issue for me because I had spent my teenage years basically in bed for four years. I had um, a complete reconstruction of my spinal cord. Um, during the time I should have been in high school, I was actually uh, going from bed to bed and hospital to hospital. Um, and they placed rods in my back and, and uh, repaired my hips. So um, that was a huge journey for me um, and a really big deal in my life at that time. Um, and I wanted to be able to, um, you know, go ahead and do all the things that people were telling me that I would never be able to do because I definitely was born with a, a tenacity and a stubbornness um, that just could not be stifled. Um, but what they did what they could basically with my back. And uh, once I was 18, I thought I was done with most of my surgeries. I was excited for me to go on to my life. The doctors were wonderful, but they could only do what they could do um, with paid medication. And they kind of sent me on my way and told me to go on and um, not, not do anything if it hurts me. But here's your bottle of the pain medication and good luck type of thing. 
so I went on my way and, you know, as many women in their 20s, I was excited about life and um, I got, you know, I was um, very successful as far as some job opportunities that I had, some traveling, but I must say that I was very reliant on those pain pills. Um, and I also didn't have a lot of social skills because of not going to high school. So when I began to date, um, as so many women, um, unfortunately, as you mentioned earlier, um, I had been assaulted. And that really made me use the pills even more for not only physical pain, but also emotional. Um, I never told a soul for a very long time. Um, and that I just used, you know, the pills more and more and more to try to kind of keep that down and keep it hidden. I uh, carried a lot of a lot of shame. And I didn't have a support system, so that was another, you know, huge thing. But I went into rehab. I went into rehab for the, that painful addiction. And I'll tell you, I was given the most beautiful gift um, there because um, first I had to do the work, of course. Um, I had to uh, face a lot of trauma that had happened um, in my life, and I couldn't use anything to take it away. Um, I couldn't, uh, you know, numb out anymore. I had to be a big girl. I actually had to face it. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I really had to uh, dig deep and um, get serious about, you know, looking at, at what I had been through. So um, in rehab, of course, they provide alternate ways um, to dealing with trauma. And one of the things they introduced me to was guided meditation slash yoga class. And I will never forget <laughs> going into this dirty room because um, it was not like a yoga studio. It didn't smell like essential oils. Um, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just some dark room that uh, some beautiful person had volunteered to kind of show us some guided meditation. And I laid down on that mat and I, for the first time, was able to feel like I had what I call now as superpowers. I, I couldn't believe that I could reach a state of euphoria without another substance. And as so many of us yogis say, I was getting high on my own supply. And that was just um, a very, very, very powerful thing for me. So that began. That's what began when I got out. That's what began my uh, foundation for healing mind, body, and spirit. Um, yoga changed my my physical body um, dramatically. Um, my posture, my weight, my flexibility. Um, it's not that I don't, when I wake up in the morning, that I don't have pain anymore. It's just that I know how to methodically go through my body through certain postures to uh, reach into my body to then tune into it and love it and love on it and then be able to release some of that um, stress, anxiety. Um, I'm able to get quiet for a little bit. Um, it has helped me um, with my mind and the fact that I love and care for myself so much more. I have changed the inner dialogue, um, how I speak to myself. I, you know, Val, so many of us um, talk to ourselves in just this horrible way. We look in the mirror and we um, have certain parts of our body that we do not like, and so we say negative things to ourselves, sometimes out loud. But we are listening. And so it is like someone else is saying that to us is worse than that. It's worse saying that to ourselves. We, if we say that, um, I don't like my stomach, I don't like my underarms, I don't like the way that my knees are, have wrinkles in them, whatever it is, 
your soul is listening. And so, and, and not only that, let me add is that our daughters are listening. Our, our young people are listening. And that becomes their dialogue, um, their inner dialogue to themselves. Uh, then spiritually, um, my spirit, you know, being able to get quiet and, and uh, talk with myself, um, or I should say listen, get my, my thoughts to stop. I very much have that monkey brain, and I need to have time to um, get in a quiet space and tune into my breath. And again, that that is my yoga. Um, that is what my yoga has taught me, is to be able to quiet myself um, and to be able to meditate and, and almost reach a different realm than the pain that, that so often is right there at the surface. Trisha Rose, I... Th- Everything you were sharing there is really profound because it it's like peeling back all of the uh, social input, the as you said, the the self um, image input, um, which is just that we've you know ideas that we've gathered around us um, and and brought into us and internalized, and so you know. Uh, being able to, as you said, kind of quiet the monkey brain <laughs> and, yeah. um, and, and just be, um, and, and it's not this necessarily an inert state. It's just that it's kind of then allowing all of these other powers and capabilities, uh, to, to really grow, um, and to, to take those stresses out of your body, which goes straight in and, and kind of create a space for, for that for that healing and for that uh, kind of exploration. Absolutely. And the, and the secret is in the breath. It is in the breath. <laughs> it is stopping and tuning in to what is around us in that moment. Because usually if we are freaking out or if we are having anxiety or we are in a state of stress, we are thinking about something in the past or something in the future. And with our breath, we can bring ourselves into the moment. And it is, it is just, it's really, really, um, for me, it has been extremely important um, in my healing. But as far as the poem, um, if I can just preface that with one thing and a little bit of science behind it before I even um, get into it. Yes, please. Um, the, um, the sympathetic nervous system, um, it stimulates a very strong contraction in the hip flexors when we go through any type of, of trauma, um, when we are in fight, flight, freeze, anything like that. Um, it's held in our hips. Um, when we suffer trauma, it's there, and that's the problem. It holds on to it. It doesn't let it go unless we talk to it, and, and, and unless we let it go, like I said, unless we do the work. Um, and it, it's not hard. It, it is easy. Or excuse me, it is not easy. It definitely takes, um, it's not for sissies, it, it takes a brave person to do it, but it is 100% and absolutely possible. It's not the easy way. The easy way is to go get the pill from the medicine cabinet or, you know, um, to numb out in a different, in different way. The harder way is to, to face it um, and to look into it. But yeah, so I want, I'm sorry to get off on that ramble, but I wanted to make sure that no, uh, before absolutely. I read the poem <laughs> that I did to say to let you know there is some science behind that you can do lots of research no, I, um, I no, I appreciate the the science behind that um, because it's something that is not always understood or or widely known or um, talked about so much um, and I think that's kind of why 
the poem kind of touched me, like having just kind of that minimal, just basic awareness of that um but but not necessarily like a a very deeper or as you say scientific understanding so um yes a preface is always welcome (laughs) so um thank you for that there it is then um and and yeah i was uh the you mentioned the recent headlines and i was in a i go to the yoga room in um, redlands california if anybody has a chance in that area i mean it's just an amazing beautiful studio that has helped me greatly. But uh, I was in one of uh, Heather's classes, one of the teachers there, and I, it was a lot of hits, just a lot of hits. It was very difficult. And I just had this image, and I started writing this um, the moment I got in the car, really. <laughs> so I just, um, the headlines really triggered, you know, uh, a lot of things in the last few weeks for me. And I kind of just wrote this, and then I posted it in a, a very private goddess forum, and um, I was just overwhelmed with the response of me too type of thing, <laughs> which was beautiful. So here it is. Um, my hips remember every detail. They hold the trauma and the secrets. They remember every heart-wrenching sob, every fetal position I crawled into like a maze of memories buried in my muscles and fascia, tight and anxious and suffering. Years of fear is buried in my hips. My mother wound is in my hips. The car accident I see in slow motion is in my hips. My guilt is embedded in my hips. My rapist is hiding in my hips. When I stretch into them, it's all there confronting me. I feel the memories rise to the surface and beg to be released. Many emotions invite my attention. I want to scream, cry, get angry. I ache for distraction. But I stay. I breathe. That is my yoga. I let the emotions move in and out without attachment. I see the memory and I let it go with the deepest breath I have ever taken. I let the dark energy go with my exhales and I breathe in prisms of warm healing light. I have the power to take my energy back from those ugly memories. I can draw my energy back from anyone or anything I choose. My hips, remember. Uh, Trisha Rose. I'm having you read it is even more powerful than me reading it when, when, you know, on a screen. Um, And I'm sure that if, you know, the people who are, who are listening to this, uh, can certainly relate to so many of the things that you've that you've touched upon, and um, and 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 I really hope it inspires people to um, dig deep and know that they can overcome whatever kind of dark memory um, may be lingering within them. I, I can only certainly hope so. I, again, I appreciate the opportunity to even be able to read something like that. I was. I'm always inspired by other women that are so incredibly brave to share themselves 
and I just um, it was time for me to share a little bit of myself and again as um, how much um, yoga has helped me tremendously there are also if I could just um, add one more thing to yeah. you know to the women that to the women that may not be ready to go out to to a class you know um, somewhere or or go to yoga type of thing um, just getting into any type of stretching just being able to sit with yourself quietly for a little bit of time to show yourself some love, to change the inner dialogue that you have with yourself um, is just incredibly important. There's an, there's an Ayurveda technique called oil anointing, um, and I use it as many times daily or on a daily basis as I can. There are certainly some days that I skip, um, but it's just when I get a few minutes um, to myself. Um, you can heat up some oil, whether it's coconut oil or sesame oil or um, any type of, you know, medicinal oil that you could have in your home. But if you heat it up to a very warm, just a little warmness, warmness, and you just uh, take, you know, a towel or a blanket, lay it out in the middle of the room, put on some beautiful meditative music, some of the, maybe some of the stuff you were playing um, from Hawaii that was beautiful, and warm that oil up and just get naked. And sit on that towel or on that rug and just put that oil, start at your toes and start rubbing yourself and really just loving on yourself, rubbing that oil into you and having that dialogue with yourself. Um, it can just be incredibly powerful. It can, it's such a loving act towards yourself. Um, and then get into the shower and add some heat to it and it will truly change your day. There are so many little techniques, alternative techniques that we can use um, that will really change our whole framework as far as our mind and, and, and how we care about ourselves. I love I love that idea. Um, I'm like, can I go home now? Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing it's the weekend. Uh, <laughs> but your skin will feel amazing too, and you won't even realize. You'll be like, wow, my skin feels amazing. Oh, absolutely. I I do. I use coconut oil every day, and uh, it's just it is an amazing substance. It's better than any like like lotion or yeah. or skin's cream or like delicate skin cream that I've ever encountered. It's just like an everything. Um, but it is, I, the, thank you. Cause that's a reminder. Like, you know, you may not be, you may not have the type of yoga practice that, that, that you have brought into, you know, um, practiced and, 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 and brought into your life. Um, but if you, if, if people are out there and it's kind of like anything, anything you can do to show yourself a little self love, um, because, because everybody needs that. It's, it's not about like, you know, I got to get mine or like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not in the realm of, of selfishness. It's in the realm of health and it's, and wellness and just being your best self. And, um, you know, so often we live in busy lives and like, you know, if people have, you know, families or if they, you know, going to work or, you know, getting to work and, and, and getting things and bringing things into your home, there's just this very, very busy cycle of life, um, that we often don't just take some time to, be with your, be with ourselves for, for even just a few minutes a day, um, to, to kind of recharge and refresh and, um, remind ourselves that life is good. <laughs> yes. 
yes, and continue to talk to our sisters and, and share yes. our stories and, and empower each other and, and consider it our responsibility when we encounter uh, each other as women to lift each other up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I know. That, so it's, that's, I, I agree. <laughs> what more can I say on that one? Um, yeah, because uh, I think that's good to bring to awareness as well, because often, again, kind of uh, so much of what we're inundated with in terms of media, especially right now, but kind of always, um, and it could not even necessarily television. I don't even have a TV, um, but you know, magazines sitting on a, sitting on a waiting room table or something, anything that's kind of giving input to, um, self, uh, you know, identity and, and comparison and, and, uh, you know, whatever, if people are talking about gossip, like local or celebrity or whatever it is just kind of I, I feel like there's a lot of trivializing of of relations uh, between you know people men and women women and women um, so yeah we're here to uplift each other so I, I'm, I'm so happy to be collaborating with you on today's show uh, Trisha um, thank you so much for calling in and um, thank you again for the honor Oh yeah, and we will stay in touch, and you know, we'll, there'll be more opportunities um, for for this. Um, Wonderful. And then, do you have? Because um, you're also a, a health coach. Do you have? I mean, if, do you want? Do you have a website that people I, can um, see? Basically, I have a you know, uh, for the last year now, I've um, had a page called Freedom Is in Your Next Breath. So it's on. It's a Facebook page. I also have an Instagram called the same thing. Freedom Is in Your Next Breath. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, again, it's just an extreme passion for, for of mine. I've um, researched and researched, and it's just one of the things that I love to do. <laughs> um, I'm insatiably curious. So um, I would love to help anyone, and it's just the love work that I do. Um, anybody that, that um, needs any kind of assistance in that way, please reach out to me, and, and I'm happy to uh, provide that support. It's a way that, real, honestly, that I pay back, Val, because... I've had so many women over the years that have not been part of my own, you know, my own family, um, become my support system yeah. and reach out to me in some way or another. And I've never forgotten that. And that is, it's my responsibility to, to pay back and, and to give back. And it's truly part of, um, of, uh, you know, kind of what I believe in. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Thank you, and I love anytime I can talk to you again. It's, it's a, it would be a privilege. So thank you, Val, very much. This this same here, Trisha Rose. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, yeah, if uh, if you're out there listening, and maybe people will go over to your Facebook page. Freedom is in your next breath. That's right. Exactly. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, right. and thank you for your inspiration. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Trisha Rose here listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm based here in San Francisco, which happens to be my hometown. It is a, a rainy, uh, beautiful day here. Um, the shifting of the seasons comes. Uh, change is beautiful. All you have to do is look at the different colors of the leaves on the falling off of the trees. And we know that... Uh, even when there's darkness, um, there can't be darkness without light. So keep pumping it out there. Keep filling the world with love because we certainly need it. Um, and every little bit helps. Here's a little music from, uh, my guest who's coming next week. Uh, next week I'm going to be talking to, uh, 
Gisela uh, Tangui from the Voodoo Cabaret. So here's a little music from the Voodoo Cabaret, Dambalawedo. Was a little music from the Voodoo Cabaret um, and uh, the lead singer Gisela Tangui. And I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly, but she'll be here in studio with me here next week on October 21st here at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. And I'm really looking forward to having a conversation with Gisela and listening to some more music from the Voodoo Cabaret. I want to thank again, sincerely thank um, my guest today, Trisha Rose, for calling in to share her her poem, My Hips Remember, and um, the message of healing and that uh as hard as it may be uh, in some circumstances to face uh, what is ailing or, or ailing you or is painful or is painful to remember um, that 
although it may be harder work, um, it's better to face it and embrace it and find the power within yourself to do so um, rather than just taking kind of the easy way out and uh, maybe doing something a little more numbing, like a pain pill or a... Uh, whatever else I don't know I'm, I'm not one to judge uh, <laughs> um, I, I am freedom girl after all um, the freedom flag has been on the National Mall in Washington DC and here in San Francisco and on websites around the world um, so certainly uh, no judgment here on what you may be doing to uh, you know c take it easy in life but uh, I think the point is is that we should be enjoying it and if something is holding you back and whether it's your your um, whatever it may be um, and hopefully it's not some sort of dark uh, memory that follows you around um, like a stalker um, because that's kind of been the national dialogue in the past week or so um, raising a lot of traumas for uh, people who have been um, well from from the very bottom to the very top you know just uh, violated um, and so that's why we're focused on healing today here on Women's Magazine, because things are looking up because the media is a very narrow, narrow focus. And so um, I also came across this week a really amazing uh, poem that was made into this kind of cool music video um, and was uh, released by One Billion Rising. Um, of course, that's associated with V-Day. Um, One Billion Rising, um, Revolution, Solidarity Against the Exploitation of Women. Um, there was a, a study conducted, an international study uh, by the UN that was conducted about two years ago now, maybe three, actually, um, that was really kind of a staggering um reached a staggering conclusion that one in three women around the world will experience violence against them in their lifetimes. One in three. Um, so the one billion women rising uh, not only to overcome um, one's own experiences and rise above that, but also, as Trisha Rose was saying, to bring others along, to empower one another, to support one another, um, and look towards a better world. And in that light, uh, before I play this other piece, that before I play this um, poem, I want to make an announcement um, about some women who are trying to make the world a better place. Uh, Code Pink. Code Pink will be here gathering in conversation tomorrow. That's Saturday, October 15th in San Francisco from 10.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. at 814 Mission Street on the fifth floor. Um, so uh, Medea Benjamin and Jody had recently been in Germany. They went to the International Peace Bureau Congress. Uh, they were also in Washington, D.C. for a conference called World Beyond War. And so um, Code Pink is going to be meeting and... and um, and uh, the statement that, um, this is a code pink statement, we need to find ways together to divest from violent, extractive war economy and build just, peaceful, regenerative ways of living to be able to survive and thrive. So if you'd like to go be part of the code pink co conversation, again, it's Saturday, October 15th here in San Francisco, 10.30 a.m. until noon, 814 Mission Street on the fifth floor. Uh, go to codepink.org. You'll see um, Code Pink gathers in conversation in San Francisco.
which is where we are. So uh, cheers and kudos and much, much gratitude to um, powerful, brave women who are going out to try to change the world and facing uh, extreme, well, you know, lot, lots of closing doors and, and angry faces looking back. And, you know, a lot of the code pink um, women go in to, to protest at congressional hearings and get taken out in handcuffs. Um, so bravo. Um, I, I am merely here inside a radio station and talking about it. But that's the thing is everybody can do something and it doesn't need to be some sort of earth shattering monumental action that you, you know, or, or makes you shake in your knees. It's just about being our best selves, helping one another, uh, being kind to people. Um, and that will come back tenfold. So this this poem, uh, music video that was released by One Billion Rising uh, just this week is called Walking Prayers, and it's by um, an, a Los Angeles-based poet named Gina Loring. And um, I, I highly recommend that you watch this video um, because I think after you you hear it, you're going to say you're going to say, "Oh, I got to see that" because it's um, it's really beautifully produced. It was directed by uh, Deborah Anderson, um, who's UK-based. Um, um, producer, director, um, art director. And so um, this is called Walking Prayers uh, by Gina Loring. walking prayers. Angels leave love letters in our palms. Our hands speak scripture. We are life givers, meant for sacred work. We build bodies in our bodies. Babies born of our daydreams who will one day tell our stories. We tend to them in back seats and bathroom stalls, lullabies and love hymns. We pray over them. May they be safe. May they be strong. May they be safe. May they be strong. This is our song. Our mother, sister, daughter, woman, warrior song. We wear wounded hearts like badges of courage, carrying the weight of the world on each shoulder, collecting lessons and battle scars. We are peace treaties. Our hips, the framework for families. The foundation where God's magic takes tangible form. Future generations depend on the resilience of our bodies. And what will we tell them? When boys only tree houses grow up to be boys only governments. Boys, boys who have forgotten their first home was their mother's womb, took their first breath in the embrace of her arms. We must remind them, from our breast you were fed. We are shelter, we are vessel, our wombs are holy ground. So violating a woman is a violation against God, a sin against yourself, karmic suicide. We are sacred geometry, divine pyramids and astrology, not to be thrown away like pearls to swine, meant to be honored, not objectified. We were not always swayed by billboards beckoning from boulevard rooftops, Photoshop glam shots, nightclubs and hot spots, skylines laced with man-made messages, morphing our self-images into warped anorexic fantasies a gender biased consumer agenda has us grooming for days 
Eyebrows threaded, makeup applied, hair done, legs shaved, bikini waxed, push-up bra, high heels intact, and we will never get those hours back. Our reflection is not in red carpet mainstream movie stars. It is in the night sky, the moon's soft mirror glow somewhere just past Mars. Women are the heartbeat of the world. We are regal, we are legacy. Mary brought Jesus through, Yahabed brought Moses through, Amina brought Muhammad through, Isis brought Horus through, Harriet Tubman brought hundreds through. We are warriors. Our love is infinite. Our voices are made of light. Our hearts are harbor, our song far and long. We are every continent, every smoke signal and psalm, every prayer, every element, day and night. We are earth, air, water, sunlight. Let us celebrate ourselves, be our own heroes. Rewrite the fairy tale so Sleeping Beauty wakes her own damn self up, slays the dragon, looks at herself in the mirror and says, Princess, I found you. Again, that was poetry written and performed by Gina Loring, uh, L-O-R-I-N-G. Um, and that video can be found on the One Billion Rising uh, website. Um, I know you can find it on Facebook as well. Um, and it's really beautifully produced. And um, again, talking about solidarity amongst uh, women across the world. Um, and... Uh, I was reading some of the, I I was really blown away, um, and touched by that piece. And I was reading some of the comments, um, that were left, uh, left for it. Um, and there were some women who said, well, it's, it's really lovely and beautiful, but, um, it was really focused on this idea of women as just being, you know, our power being driven, uh, derivative of our ability or, or, you know, maybe not ability is the wrong word about giving birth. Um, and of course there's many, many women who, who do not give birth, uh, whether they choose to, or whether they have trouble, um, you know, having children, whatever it may be. Um, so that, that running theme that went all the way through it, um, about women as life givers, um, you know, of course there's that, the very real uh, life-giving um, birthing aspect of women, but also just the fact that we are creative beings and we give birth to ideas and, um, you know, that everything that we do, we're, we're feeding our creativity into. And so I hope that that's um, the message that people take away from it um, because um, we do. We give ourselves uh, and, and we create uh, whatever it may be. And so uh, this poem I'm going to end the show with here um, goes out to all the women who don't have children or aren't uh, trying to or um, just find their power in other ways. But uh, this is about um, the day that my best friend had her first child. My blood dropped when you became a mother. The full moon caught me off guard as I glanced toward the window and saw it breaching the top boughs of the tree. Ever so slowly glowing brighter from its halo of fog, quietly announcing a crowning. The funneling wind resounding whoops and the creaks of limbs whose spasmodic shadows came to the foreground of this tantalizing rise. 
Oh, milky medicine, chest open for exposing my body to your alchemy. I knew you were and are at work inside me and us and everyone. If we get vitamin D from the sun, surely the moon has more than one way of working its magic. I'm Global Val, and I really thank you for being my uh, with me today, or whenever, whichever day you may be listening to this podcast, um, but it is October 14th, 2016. It's a rainy day, uh, so we pay tribute to the water, and we send our love out to everyone from across this continent uh, who are gathered in North Dakota to try to protect water, um, protect life. It's a pretty simple notion, folks. Um, Unfortunately, we've got a lot of forces at work um, who just want to put profit over people. Um, But as we see, the people are rising. And I hope you rise too. Rise to the occasion. Rise up every day. uh, Smile at yourself. Do something loving for yourselves or one another. And uh, we're going to get through all this mess. So, everybody, thanks so much for listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val today, mutinyradio.fn. And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like overcoming trauma and saving the world and building a peaceful future, just remember that inspiration is contagious. Peace and thank you.
And that was uh, more music from Sea Star off of her album Sacred Red. Uh, you're listening to Mutiny Radio.fm. I'm Global Val. And in just a, about five or six minutes now, um, we're going to be transitioning into the Common Thread Collective, um, which is a community open door, open heart, open mind, open mic. Come down and join us. We are at 21st and Florida Streets. That's 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110, uh, right at the corner of 21st and Florida. Um, welcoming you to come down and be a part of this Mutiny Radio experience. Um, if you got some music, poetry, activism, uh, some traveling stories, whatever it may be, feel free to come on down and share them with us or just hang out and enjoy the atmosphere and community. Peace and thank you. Be connected to you. The sun is cooking. 